What's up, BT Church? Welcome again to our BT Podcast. Uh, my name is Danny, and uh, I'm excited to bring to you today's episode. It's going to be a blast, uh, and it's going to be a fun conversation. And just kind of uh, recapping season one of our BT Podcast, we are talking about goals, right? It's the new year. It's the new me uh, type of attitude where like in January, everybody kind of sets up these resolutions and has this new year, new me mindset. Uh, and so we pursue growth. We pursue goals. We finally get that gym membership that maybe we always wanted to get. Uh, we go after health goals where we eat vegetables and no french fries type of thing, which by the way, I don't know why anybody would do that uh, because french fries are so good. Uh, we do spiritual goals where maybe we uh, start reading the Bible in a year and then we get to Leviticus and then we just stop, right? Because it's so hard to get through all that stuff. Uh, but in all joking aside, uh, we are excited to bring you this content to where uh, hopefully you can grow in your faith and you can grow in multiple areas, uh, especially practical areas of your life. Uh, and today's conversation is going to be a blast. It's going to be a good one. Uh, and so if you missed last week, uh, if you missed episode one, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, awesome dude, Grant Skeldon, uh, talked about spiritual health. Uh, it's a great conversation. Go check it out. Uh, and today's topic, uh, we are setting goals. We're talking about growth uh, and pursuing a better digital health. And I know I need this. I'm guessing you need this too. If you don't, hopefully your best friend needs it and you can share the podcast with them. Uh, but today we have guest speaker Noah Heron with us, uh, who is the author of a book called Viral Jesus uh, and just a phenomenal communicator of the gospel. Uh, and I'm excited to have this conversation. Noah, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. Got my coffee. I'm talking to my friend Danny. I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Honored to be on the podcast. Man, amen. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for your time. Uh, dude, I would just love to kind of start. Uh, just tell our people your story. Kind of share your story. What's your maybe call to ministry? What are some things that God has allowed you to be a part of? Yeah, so um, I gave my life to Jesus in college. Uh, I'm 25 years old right now, and I'm actually, I turned 26 two days, oh, a nice. couple days ago. So uh, I'm 26 years old, and I uh, gave my life to Jesus when I was 21 through a YouTube video mm. um, of a pastor named Judah Smith preaching a message called When Jesus Turned Around. Mm. And I uh, gave my life to Jesus there in my little apartment my senior year of college, and I love it. shortly after that, started a, um, a Bible study with some friends, and we just started digging into Scripture, and uh, long story short, that out of that Bible study, um, a ministry that I led uh, and, and founded there in my apartment called The Gathering was born, and um, we had anywhere from five to 600 college students wow. on a Thursday night. Uh, praising Jesus. And um, we would do a, a yearly young adult conference. Mm. That was kind of our, our niche was young adults where we would see around 1500 college students come and, That's good. and worship Jesus. And so, um, yeah, just really never really had like a moment where I was like, I feel called to ministry. I just had this, this uh, encounter with Jesus yeah. through YouTube Wow. That changed my life and wanted to start a Bible study. And um, God kind of put that on my heart to, to just go grow deeper in the faith. And um, through that Bible study, just doors kept opening. And hmm. now I'm in full-time ministry there somehow, man. That's so good, <laughs> so, man. Uh, you know, you hear a lot yeah. of a lot of faith stories and people coming uh, to salvation. Uh, and so I love the fact that, uh, you know, God uses something like YouTube uh, to get people to know who Jesus is and respond and yeah. even, you know, pursuing that call of ministry, man. I love it. Uh, and so, yeah, kind of recently you released a book, uh, which, by the way, side note, uh, family who's watching, Viral Jesus, right? It's right here. Uh, we'll be giving away uh, a copy of this book on uh, on our social media page, so be sure to be following at bt.church. 
uh, for a chance to win your book. Uh, but man, sh- kind of share some quick thoughts on the book. What, what was maybe your motivation for writing uh, Viral Jesus and kind of your thought process behind all that? Sure. Uh, man, social media is is king right now, yeah. right? Like everyone's on it. You know, screen time is up on our iPhones just mm-hmm. like crazy. And I even think during the pandemic, it's taken on um, just another level of usage because, you know, we're all at home and, and we're bored and we just open up our phones and we just spend so much time on there. And I started noticing this um, this shift and, and it's not something that's new to humans. We, we all want to be successful, yeah. right? We have different... Yeah ways that we want to be successful. Um, but another way that I like to, uh, to call success is going viral. Like everyone wants to go viral, whether it's online or if it's in life, like we want to go viral and there's this algorithm or kind of guideline that you have to follow in Mm -hmm. order to go viral, both online and in life, you have to work hard, you know, you have to, uh, to get more, to gain, reputation and popularity and influence and all these different things. And if you do that over time, you go viral. And so I took this algorithm and I was like, man, you know, it makes sense. If if you want to get that, you have to do this. But then I looked at Jesus and Mm -hmm. I was like, man, he was the most viral person of all time. And he didn't do it by trying to become more. He actually did it by trying to Mm. become less. That's good. And uh, that's kind of what the book is is formulated on. It's like, hey, what good is being famous on earth but unknown in heaven? Wow. I, I think the way to, to live a, a truly viral life is to be famous in heaven yeah. so that you can be effective on earth. Wow, and, yeah. and that's, that's what good. the book is about, kind of breaking that down. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, it's funny you talk about going viral. I have, a, a, you know, just not promoting myself. You know, nobody followed me on TikTok. So, uh, but, you know, jokingly, uh, I posted a video on TikTok. And uh, it wasn't even of me. It was of, of a buddy of mine who uh, he was my coworker at the coffee shop and he was dancing, uh, making kind of a, a TikTok <laughs> dance. Uh, and I remember I posted it and about an hour into posting it, you know, I'm there like checking how many views, how many views does this, you know, this video have? And it was like at 15 and maybe 100. I was like, ah, this is dumb. And I remember thinking, I'm going to delete this video. Uh, and I didn't delete it. We, we go off like to go eat dinner or something. And then I check it like an hour later and it's got like a thousand views. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I just kind of kept it, kept it rolling. Uh, and sure enough, like a month later, it had like like 650,000 views. I was like, dude, like we did wow. it. We went viral. And it was wow. it was so funny because I was telling him like, dude, like you're so funny. Post a video on TikTok. Like it'll go viral. He never wanted to do it. And so I was like, I'm going to do it for you, bro. I'm posted on my page. Uh, but yeah, so it's like it's so funny. Like you kind of feel that like, you know, almost like that that high feeling of like, man, people yeah. are watching this. And so I love the fact yeah. that you directed that uh, towards Jesus and he did it in an entirely different way. Uh, so good. And so, you know, we're talking about today of just like pursuing a better like digital health, you know, that screen time, that uh, just looking at your phone, looking at even at TVs and screens all the time. Uh, but kind of specifically honing down on social media and really that digital life, that digital connecting points. Uh, what are some dangers that maybe you're seeing on a digital life, in a digital scale that can affect our spiritual life? Yeah, man, I I firmly believe that. I'm not, this isn't just some catchy one-liner I tried to come up with for yeah. this podcast, but I, I think that the biggest threat to our faith in the year 2020, um, it's not a pandemic, it's not a politician. Uh, I think it's our phone. Mm. It, it really, it really is. Um, I think that we are, so tempted by digital distraction and um, digital distraction always leads to spiritual disconnection. I I don't care how you try to slice it. 
Um, we were not created to spend hours a day looking at a screen. Right. And I know some people who will swear up and down that their phone is not spiritual. It's not a spiritual aspect, good or bad. But when your phone controls your happiness, when your phone controls how you feel about yourself at the end of the day, that is not mm. a digital thing. That is a spiritual thing. Yeah. And so um, I have this saying, my wife and I, we say it all the time. We want to use social media. We don't want it to use us. Yeah, that's great. And um, I think that it is really easy in 2020 for social media to be using us without us even realizing yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. That's good stuff. I love that. And I know that you guys use social media, you know, in a – in a lot of amazing ways, you know, not just like, hey, you know, here's my coffee for the day, but uh, you also use it in a way of like, like sharing the gospel. And so what are some mm -hmm. ways that you have just maybe strategized or in practical ways, uh, using social media as a platform for ministry? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I don't want people to listen to this and be like, man, that dude, he's like, he's like a younger version of the the grandpa who has the get off my, my lawn <laughs> sign, you know, he like hates technology. Like I love technology. I, I think that social media can be such a, a powerful tool for, for advancing the gospel. And, and I hope that, that we can use it. Um, mm -hmm. but just some practical stuff that, that we do is like first thing in the morning, like I don't want the first thing that I put into my heart, into my mind to be social media. So yeah, like good. we've set up like certain times of the day that we're going to be on it. And yeah. then the rest of the time, it's just not a thing. Like we're not going to, we're not going to check it off and on all day. We're not going to respond to messages off and on all day. Mm. Like we're going to have certain times of the day. But as far as the way we use it for the gospel, it's just like, we want to try to be um, as authentic as possible, just about what God is doing or maybe what God is speaking to our life. And then put it in a language or a medium that makes sense um, contextually. So, like, I'm not yeah. going to preach a 25, 30-minute sermon right, yeah. on Instagram because it's probably not going to be received, right, you know? Um, so just taking the stuff that we do on an everyday basis, I'm a pastor, so I'm always writing messages and yeah. always producing content to preach. Yeah. And instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, like, how can I take that and repurpose it for social media because mm. social media is its own mission field. Yeah, man, that's where people are. And that's, that's just kind of our day and age, man. And, uh, you know, you think about, um, you know, pandemic life, uh, everybody's, and you kind of allude this to already, but everybody's screen time just shot through the roof, uh, whether it's yeah. binging Netflix, you know, it's watching TikTok videos, whether it's just scrolling mindlessly through social media, um, you know, let me kind of start with this question and maybe you know off the top of your head or maybe just kind of guessing, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, kind of a lot of your mission field is on a screen is through social media. Yeah. Uh, what would you say like your average screen time is like maybe on your phone? Yeah. One hour. And I am, Good. I am very, very, uh, meticulous about, about that one hour. Yeah. Um, I, I knew right away because it hasn't always been yeah. one hour. And, um, <laughs> I feel so know, convicted. I'm not going to share what I, I was going to share mine, but I'm not going to anymore, man. Never mind, because God's like, I, you know. <laughs> the, when when I first started tracking it, it was um, it was close to five hours, yeah. and I was I was really shocked at that number. Yeah, I was like, wow, there's no way I spend that much time. And then I started <laughs> paying attention to it, and I was like, wow, like it just goes by so fast. Like yeah. I've got emails on my phone, I've right. got all my social media apps, I've got podcasts that I listen to, all these different things, and um, 
I started making excuses for my screen time. And I think that this is, this is a real good litmus test to ask yourself, like, is my phone using me or, or am right. I using it? Yeah. Like if you couldn't give it up, if you couldn't give it up completely, it's using you, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And that was a real conviction. I was like, I can't give up this amount of time. Like I have to, I have to have this. And so it started becoming like a daily kind of, or not a daily, more like a weekly competition with myself. Like, that's good. Like how much further can I cut it down? You know, how, how can I get it down? And I don't think it's a coincidence, Danny, like the more that I've cut my screen time down, the more uh, at peace I wow. feel. Yeah. I feel like I hear from the Lord more often. Um, I, I feel like I'm more open to uh, the random kind of stop and forget everything that's going on because I feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I mm. mean, I really do feel like my thoughts and just my mind and my heart, all of it is more clear as my screen time has gone down. Wow, that's good, man. Uh, yeah, so so I'll share mine. You know, at first I wasn't going to, but I feel like, uh, you know, God's calling me to do this, right? It's 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 uh, until we expose our our you know failures uh, that they can be crushed, right? Amen. Uh, but now I'm at that window, man. I'm at that like I looked earlier today before you know knowing that this would come up in our conversation. Uh, I'm at that five hour window as my screen time, and then you know it looks at that uh, in like the seven day like total time, yeah, uh, yeah. and I think it was like at 21 hours, and I was like I'm almost spending an entire day <laughs> on my phone like for this whole week, uh, and then even looking at pickups you know like the iphone will tell you yeah. how many times you pick up your phone uh yeah i'm at a daily average of 200 pickups just constantly doing that uh and, you know, and i'm yeah. doing stuff for work and i run social media sure. for my church and now i'm just making excuses why i'm always on my phone amen uh but but yeah so uh yeah i'm gonna that's that's the whole point of this conversation uh is being willing yeah. to be real with ourselves when it comes to the yeah. digital lifestyle that we're living uh and i love yeah. this uh, man, and think, in context, I would say con context is so huge because, yeah. you know, for some people, they hear me say an hour and they're like, wow, that's a lot, you know, because right. they, they, <laughs> yeah. they only use their phone for for phone calls or, or right, whatever yeah, it is. Sure. But I think the key is just being real with yourself and going, hey, I could probably do a little bit better with this, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. just trying to make improvements. It's not going to happen overnight. That's good, bro. Love that. I uh, just kind of kind of following up with the pandemic, man, you know, obviously it's crazy year uh, 2020 and. Uh, a lot of adjustments. I know that you, uh, you know, mentioned you moved from Cleveland. Now you're uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Now to Georgia. Uh, but just throughout the entire pandemic, what what are some things that maybe God spoke to you? God taught you during that time? Man, I, God's really been uh, dealing with me on rhythm. It's like the rhythm of of my life. And um, you know, before the pandemic, I, I was I was on the go a lot. Um, had a lot going on, and just like I know a lot a lot of people do. Um, but at the beginning of the pandemic, I, I really felt convicted that I was going through life so fast that I was missing Jesus. Wow. And, um, you know, you can talk about Jesus, you can teach, you can preach Jesus, mm -hmm. but if you haven't been with Jesus, it runs out at some point, yeah, you good. know? And, uh, I think that this year for me has been about finding that rhythm. What good is being God's employee of the month if <laughs> you aren't valuing your relationship with him yeah. over what you do for him? That's good. You know? And so it's, it's really been like, Hey, you know, God doesn't need me. He, he, that is a humbling thing to think about. It's something that we know but, but a lot of times as, as Jesus followers, we're like, man, I, I got to do this and I got to, I got to reach them. And, and we think that God is like dependent on us based by, 
based on the way that we live our life, God doesn't need us. Yeah. He wants us, good, you know, man. and I've just found that not only do I feel healthier than ever before after being convicted um, by that thought, but I also feel like God's been able to to use me just as much as he did before. The only difference is my prize is truly Jesus, not the things that I did for Jesus. Nice. You know? Yeah, I love that, bro. That's so good, man. Uh, and just kind of closing up in the conversation once again, uh, love that, love that kind of lesson that God taught you with that rhythm of life. You know, I think that's super important. You even see that with Jesus living a certain rhythm yeah. of life, being willing to get away from the crowds, uh, being, yeah. you know, understanding his purpose of pursuing his father. Uh, so good. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite quotes from your book uh, was this, what you allow in your life unchecked usually becomes uncontrollable. Uh, we've kind of hit on that a little bit, like kind of understanding uh, your your time frame, your screen time, all that good stuff. Uh, but just kind of following up with that, uh, what do you think are certain like like check markers that we need to be on the look for uh, for understanding that we are actually living a pretty unhealthy digital life right now? Uh, how can we balance screen time? How do we pursue better goals? Maybe even that digital Sabbath. Like, what are some practical things that you can give us with that? Yeah, man, I, I love the, the last thing that you just said, the, the digital Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I, I think that there we could talk about that um, for another 20 or 30 minutes. So <laughs> yeah. I, I won't, I'll, I'll do some quicker stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think the first thing is just making sure that your phone is not the first thing that you look at in the morning. I, I can't stress that enough. Like, there were so many times I would look over at my phone right before I was about to get in God's word and I'd see you know, eight text messages and three emails. And I would just be like, Oh, I'm going to open this up real quick. And yeah. then I'll go get to God's word. And I'd see something that would stress me out or I, man, I forgot to do that yesterday. And it would just speed me up to where I would either rush through my time with the Lord, or I would just, you know, completely shelf it and just be like, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And, um, Man, if you got to get an alarm clock so that your phone isn't your alarm clock and put your phone in another room, make sure that the Word of God is the first thing that you're putting into your head, into your mm -hmm. mind in the mornings. Love it. Um, I, I think a really practical thing is is going back to like times of the day that you're going to be on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it makes sense for me to check it when I get to work in the mornings, yeah. for me to check it when uh, I, I have lunch, and for me to check it at dinner time. That's and good. for me— it's like a lot of the ministry that I do is on social media and I have the desire to check it more, but honestly, that's just FOMO, you know, fear of missing out <laughs> yeah. in my head. There is <laughs> nothing that I need to see on social media. I do not need to check it every hour. It's just my head telling me that I need to. It's yeah, that addiction so that's true. To, to social media. And so setting up those times that you're going to be on it and then refusing to, to be on it any other time, I think will really go a long way. Yeah, man, those are some... Some good uh, practical disciplines I think we all need to go after, and I'm excited uh, for myself personally uh, to be able to put those things into practice. I know I need it, and uh, my hope is whoever's watching needs this as well, and you know it too. We just got to be real with ourselves. Uh, last question for you, bro. Uh, pandemic life, uh, what was your binge-watch TV show on Netflix, man? <laughs> let's see. Let's man. hear it. Okay, we found out about this show called Ted Lasso. It's on Apple TV. I got you. Have you, have no. you heard of it? No idea oh. what that is. <laughs> okay, so the premise the premise is it's an American football coach. Okay. And he gets hired by an English Premier League soccer team. Oh, I remember seeing this commercial. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It is 
It is one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. It's on Apple TV, <laughs> and you will laugh your head off. You will cry like a baby. It's That's it's so good. so good. It's like ten episodes. We watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome, bro. Man, well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for your time, uh, for just sharing your wisdom, uh, and so glad that we got to be part of this conversation, bro. Uh, anyway, uh, man, Noah, uh, praying blessings on your ministry, uh, and I'm excited that we get to connect with you. My hope is that we can uh, find more opportunities to get connected as well, and so appreciate you, bro, so much. Thanks so much, Danny. I love being here.